You are listening to the Majestic Minds Podcast. episode we discuss about how basically music is um sort of like a mathematical collection of vibrations or sounds if you will in the very first episode and we try to do sort of like a deep dive a more understanding basically to those who have not or those who have may have of the frequencies in music and how it can really I wouldn't say control, sort of like manipulate um, the way how the energies move within your brain, if that really makes sense. So we're going to be discussing previous points from the last video, understanding our frequency, the power of frequency, discussions of frequency in other media, and then a celebrity, or should I say a rapper, who passed away a while, a while ago, has discussed to the public about music frequency. And then you're probably familiar with Tim Pool. We're going to talk about some segments in this in one of his podcast episodes that discuss music frequency and then how you can understand music frequency. All right, so let's get started. Now, the previous points from the very first episode was how there's certain frequencies that your brain can attribute to that controls the waves in it that can sort of like really manifest a certain energy in your brain. And I was looking more into it this afternoon but before we go a bit further we're going to discuss the power of music frequency and why it's a big deal so i'm reading an article called the hidden power of universal frequency and vibration on the website called mind journal by author helen nor 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 norna i hope i said that right i'm not very good at pronouncing names but i guess you learn something new every day but in this article it says 442 hertz is an alternative tuning that's mathematically consistent with the universe music based on 442 hertz transmits beneficial healing energy because it's a pure tone of math fundamental to nature Archaic Egyptian instruments have been unearthed. So far, are largely tuned into 432 hertz. In ancient Greece, their instruments were per- predominantly tuned to 30, 432 hertz within the Greek Euvasian mysteries. Orpheus is the god of music, death, and rebirth, and was the keeper of the am- ambrosia and the music of transformation. His instruments were tuned at 432 hertz. The current t- tuning of music based on on 440 hertz does not harmonize on any level that corresponds to cosmic movement, rhythm, or natural vibration. Around 1940, the United States introduced 440 hertz worldwide, and finally in 1950, 
sorry, in 1953, it became the iOS 016 standard. The recent change 432 hertz into 440 hertz is explained in musical cult control. The Rockefeller Foundation's war in consciousness through the opposition of A equals 440 hertz standard tuning. So basically, there was... <sighs> sorry, I have nose is snuffling a little bit. There... In ancient days, following Greek and ancient Egyptian history, um, music back then were tuned to about 432 hertz. And then sometime finally in 1953, 440 hertz became the ISO 16 standard. And there's a theory that there's some sort of a music cult control that basically changing to 440 hertz as a standard as a way to imprison your brain to basically be able to appeal to consciousness in a higher level so that's very understanding i mean that's very very interesting very interesting and there's more in the article so it says 440 hertz is an unnatural standard tuning frequency and 440 hertz frequency music conflicts with human energy centers the music industry features this imposed frequency that is hurting populations into greater oppression cycle social and emotional distress proposing people to physical illness it may generate an unhealthy effect or antisocial behavior in the consciousness of human beings the science of cinematics the study of visible sound and vibration proves that frequency and vibration are the master keys or an organizational foundation for the creation of all matter and life on this planet when sound waves move through physical medium sand air water etc the frequency of the waves has a direct effect on the structures which are created by the sound waves as they pass through particular media like the human body which is made of 70 percent of water very interesting if you want to read more i will provide links to the articles i've read in this episode now on to the next one all right all right and this is from the website called project yourself and the article is named 430 hertz music the hidden power of universal vibration and frequency i can't seem to find the author maybe he's mm, i don't i don't see the author but hopefully i can find him in this article so it says most of the music around the world has been tuned to 440 hertz and ISO, or International Standards Organization, endorsed in 1953. The recent discoveries of Vitaberry or Nature of the Universe that happened recently shows this complementary international pitch standard may actually generate an unhealthy effect or antisocial behavior in the consciousness of humans. A equals 32 hertz, which is known as Verdi's A, is actually an alternative tuning which is mathematically consistent with the universe. The music, which is actually based on 432 hertz, transmits some benefit healing energy that is a pure tone of math fundamental to nature this is also theory which is a change from 432 hertz to 440 hertz was actually dedicated by nazi propaganda minister named joseph gobels Go Go gobels sorry if my readings skills are not really amazing tonight but let's keep going he used it in order to make people think and feel a certain manner as as well as to make them a prisoner of certain consciousness and somewhere around the year 1940 the united states introduced 440 hertz around the world and finally in 1953 it became the ios 16 standard as was said in article 4 this one 
And now 440 hertz meaning. 440 hertz is in fact the unnatural standard tuning frequency, which is removed from the symmetry, sorry, the symmetry of sacred vibrations, as well as overtones, which is a clear war in the subconsciousness mind of Western man. In one paper, which is entitled Musical Cold Control, Dr. Leonard Howard wrote, the music industry features this imposing frequency, which is hurting populations into greater aggression, psychosocial agitation, as well as emotional distress for opposing people to some physical illness. All you need to do is go out on the street and look around you. What do you see? School kids, young adults going to their workplace, a woman pushing her baby in a ram, a man walking his dog, and everyone. And what does every one of them have in common? iPods or MP3 players. Ingenious, right? And then it goes a little bit further. So that is very interesting. Now, if you're very familiar with basically history regarding World War II and the Nazis. Now, say what you want about Hitler in the whole Nazi regime party being fascist, racist, whatever it may be. But one thing we cannot deny about Hitler is when it came to ancient or mystic knowledge or just things above human understanding and unknown he didn't joke around with that he did not joke around with that Th this man was willing to gather well it depends on where you gather your research or if you believe in any of the conspiracy theories that this man was willing to gather technology from out of this world to accomplish his goals and even go as far as to have his army travel into unnatural, sorry, unnatural mystic lands to achieve a higher power. You know, I, I, I've spent many, many times just watching videos and conspiracies about the Nazis with alien technology. There's even been some theories as far as to say that um, apparently the Nazis that were capture during world war ii were used to found nasa and create some of the technology um the sorry the space technology that we use in nasa today now that's just a theory i have no incentive or no really tools or any sort of information to confirm this being true this is just a theory but and be it'd be a really interesting theory if true or proven true I personally, to an extent, believe so, considering of just how insanely operational and very, very dedicated the Nazis were. You know, um, despite that killing millions of innocent people and having a lot of bad faith, um, their dedication to the unnatural was really, in, really insane. Um, if you want to learn more about that, I highly suggest you look up... Um, the bell or del glocka which is german or the bell where the nazis created an artifact using alien technology to create a hovering anti-gravity device and it was so powerful where they tested it outside on some grass outside of the um, facility where the bell was built and operated in that it turned the grass and surrounding area into goo very strange, isn't it? Now, um, if any listeners of this episode would like to learn more about regarding the Nazi technology during World War II or the Bell, I'll gladly provide a link in this episode. But let's keep going. Let's keep going. All right. And then here's another one from 
this site that we used before, Mind Journal, and this article is written by LJ Vanier, and it says 432 hertz versus 440 hertz frequency response. Why you should change the frequency of your music? This is gonna be interesting. So it says, is 432 hertz frequency response better in 440 hertz? Why does the frequency of your music matter? And most importantly, does the frequency of music affect health? Interesting. And it says, it's scientific fact that everything, including the human body, is made up of energy that vibrates at different frequencies. As such, it just makes sense to question how sound frequencies can affect us. How does the frequency of music affect you? The evidence suggests that sound frequencies can indeed affect us as frequencies affect other frequencies. Think of it as how being ingredients affect the flavor of a meal. To illustrate this, there have been a number of experiments, such as cymatics and water memory, that shows the effect of frequencies on the physical world. Cymatics shows that when you play sound frequencies through certain mediums, such as air, water, and sand, they can directly affect the flow of matter. You can see the results of the effect for yourself. Water memory has a simple, similar principle. It shows how not just sound, but also intent can affect the vibration of matter. The effect was proven by Dr. Masori Emoto, who performed numerous studies showing this effect. Everyone has their own vibrational frequency in a human body is estimated to be around 70% of water. Very interesting. Given the experiments outlined above, it only makes sense that musical frequencies could affect the vibrational state of humans. Everything expressed through sound, motion, or thought has a frequency of its own that affects the world around it. Just how one drop of water create a large ripple and affect a huge body of water. Very, very interesting. I will provide a link to the article in the episode but as this article has stated certain frequencies through a variety of mediums can affect based on their intent or how they're manipulated now you can find an example of this of not just music but like what do you consume and what do you eat like basically if you eat things with low nutrients or high fat you become sluggish or prone to being overweight and music is like that in a similar sense just more um in regards to hearing now um this is interesting this is a segment from the tim cast irl podcast tim pull is a reporter who basically made headlines during some sort of a conflict he was in i can't remember where he made his start but he's pretty big um and he's basically what i think modern journalism should be or at least what it used to be nowadays but if you haven't heard of him check him out he's very you could say left-leaning but personally i think he's more centrist or um he doesn't really pick sides he, he's a guy where, where like everyone can really watch regardless of your political affiliations but um there might be things where like it can really like that that will happens in episodes or the newsy covers but personally i highly support anyone that has independent thought and just says things for what they really are and what's happening and that doesn't force you to pick a side like most news nowadays it's ridiculous like i just want to hear the news i don't like being told what to think you do not have that right so all right let's find a segment if you can find it 
you're making an impact on people's lives. And, and that drove for, for years. And yes, it was the vessel that, that, that helps write these songs. I can definitely say that there's a spiritual connection between being the vessel to writing songs and connecting to people. And a definite uh, energetic one. That can't be really described in words. And a lot of people have a hard time even quantifying in, in, in sentences because it's it's how do, how do you describe this kind of this feeling, this emotion that overtakes a lot of people, even when they listen to a particular song, which of course is usually connected with their emotions. So there's, there's still so many other things I want to ask you. There's also, the, of course, the, the 432 Hertz conspiracy. I don't know if you guys heard of that one. Uh, That's but the key of it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of different stuff out there. But, uh, you know, we're, we're just touching, let's, let's, we're just touching let's, the surface. Let's, I got to know, Trent, do you, when, the, when you drum, does it take over you? Yeah, at a certain point. I mean, when a performance starts, you're, you're, you're focused. And then, I, I mean, you could just contribute that to adrenaline as well. You know, like he turns into a different person when he drums. I okay, you know, this, this is something I can highly relate on. I'm a drummer myself. And when you, because the thing with being the drummer is like, you're the timekeeper. You're the metronome. You're the rock of the mountain. And so basically when you get on the beat or like when you get on the song, you have to be the one that keeps everyone in time and you basically change the direction or the pace of the song, which is why being a drummer is no joke, man. It's, it's no joke. It's a lot of fun, but just, just make sure you're the one putting in a lot of that work because you're the one that's going to be keeping the time. And if you mess up, so does everyone else. But yeah, being a drummer, you basically have to carry the feel of the song and the energy, but most importantly, timing. So I can where this guy's coming from. It's it's heavy, but it's fun shit. I see it every night. I see it every night. There's another, there's a, there's like a, you, you watch someone go like Super Saiyan, you know, like when Dragon Ball Z characters would like hit the, hit the gas and their hairs would go like blonde and they'd have a whole energy aura. That's what it's like watching him drum for, for 15 years for me, man. I see him start going and, and, and people are like, you guys got so much energy on stage. It's because he's, he's feeding me who already has all this energy that I'm feeding the crowd. It's like our, our shows, our live shows are like a ball of energy circulating throughout a room and and you, you know let's talk about that that 400 hertz conspiracy what is that about Luke? well there's different theories out there i haven't looked into it that much but uh, th there's a theory that music used to be in a yes. healing frequency and then it was turned into a uh, frequency that's more disruptive you might know more about this than i do because yeah, i just looked at the surface level it's, of it's either it's one of those uh world elites rothschild or something that changed the standard tuning from 432 hertz to 440 hertz um, 432 hertz brings out the harmonic resonance of the notes and you get a lot more harmonics and saturation and, and, and the musical notes and all original music like Beethoven, all those original classic composers played in 432 hertz, their pianos were tuned to 432 hertz. Um, even the Beatles did some 432 hertz music as well. Um, we got, I, I pulled it up here. We got it from global news, the great 440 hertz conspiracy and why all of our music is wrong. They say, gather around, kids. Those of you with tinfoil hats may wish to ensure that they're fitted snugly. What I'm about to tell you will shake your faith in all the music you've heard in your life. If you look down the right paths, it becomes clear that governments and various security apparatuses have used music to control us. <laughs> oh, no. All the music of the West that's based on the standard 12-tone scale is used for the management of crowds, as well as thought control. Ooh. They say, if musical performances were to sound the same the world over, some standardization was required. As early as 1885, the Music Commission of the Italian government declared that all instruments and orchestras should use a tuning fork that vibrated at 440 hertz, which was different from the original standard of 435 and the competing 432 used in France. 
1917, the American Federation of Musicians endorsed the Italians, followed by a further push for 440 hertz in the 40s. In 1953, a worldwide agreement was signed. Signatories declared that the middle A on the piano be forever more tuned to exactly 440 hertz. This frequency became the standard ISO 16 reference for tuning all musical instruments. So what is it? They say no one can say for sure why. So what's the conspiracy? What are you, what are you writing about? Well, that's like it's driving people well, crazy. Adherence to this theory claimed the more natural frequency or middle A is 438. Others believe the correct middle is 432 because it is a pure tone of math fundamental to nature and is mathematically consistent with the patterns of the universe vibrating with phi, phi, the golden ratio. They point to how this pitch can be connected to everything from nautilus shells to the works of the ancients including the constructs of the Great Pyramid. That proves it! So, it's so trying to change all the, of the, our tunings. The reason. Yes, yes. And regarding things with the pyramids, they, um, the ancient Egyptians were also had a fundamental understanding of the conversion of light. And I was looking, this was a while back, but I vividly remember conspiracy theories or even maybe even ancient archaeologists have I believe that the pyramids were used as power plants because if you look on a map well google maps or just any map that can bring you a view of the pyramids from space their coordinates match the exact speed of light the exact speed of light which is insane so there are theories that um apparently they use the power of the sun to converge light into power for the pyramids now what would the pyramids use the power of electricity for or the sun's energy we don't exactly know many believe that pyramids were just used for burial places for kings and sorry not well pharaohs are technically kings but in a different sense way but yes so not only were the egyptians highly advanced in language technology but even music you know you just keep learning new things every day they could be a thousand years old something gets dug up and then boom it's fresh out the boat really crazy the reason i brought this up is because i saw a scientific experiment i think like 20 years ago when i was a child and it had uh, a box of sand and it put it over uh, a speaker and it played different uh hertz and it different and it played different music and you could see the shape of the hertz of the music that was translated from the grains of sand that were moved through the speaker and some of the sand was very disruptive and all over the place and really nasty and some of it looked like snowflakes uh pure perfect uh synchronistic images and you know this is where we get into a lot of the bigger kind of deeper hippy dippy stuff when it comes to uh what the bleep do you know and other kind of documentaries like water the great mystery that of course talk about this in great detail when it comes to um you know perfectly aligned alleged healing frequencies and that's what we hear sometimes so again i'm not an expert in this i just remember this I'm sitting here from 20 years ago oh, it's so I'm not an evil man, but people gotta know. People have got to know. And hey, even if you don't have a degree in this sort of thing or a huge knowledge, the best you could do is just let people know. Because who knows, you might bring light to a subject that people have never heard of, and you might encourage more people to know. That's what I'm trying to do here, and my friends, we're trying to basically bring back the understandings and the values of 
what music and what music has to offer us and basically how can it can elevate us to a higher understanding that's what music has all ever done to me elevate me to a higher understanding like motivate me encourage me motivate me and we want to do that for everyone else so stick around we got a long way to go our mission is not done not for a while this is where you use sound to alter matter mm -hmm. what were you gonna say so like when you tune from 440 to 432 that's 32 cents lower so it, it gives it more of a slower feeling as well so i create meditation relaxation music with elevated and everything's tuned to 432 hertz and that works better for that style of music when you want to chill and you want to relax 440 could could be you know leveling it up to give it more energy you know it might not be no crazy conspiracy theory stuff it could just be like hey we want more energy like i know that um kiss from a rose that seal right yeah. he he wanted his song without changing the tempo to have more energy so he brought up his tune to like 442 so he brought it up because he wanted to give it more energy which is tuning it up just a slight yeah i mean to the to the to tr like the untrained ear you can't really tell not even from 440 to 430 you can't really tell it's more of a feeling yeah soul and feeling is is, is so important that's why i think that it could be a little i don't know enough about it but i know i, I write from like the, the, just just the soul and i don't overthink that stuff too much when i'm going into a key or a range so and i know that that, that that's work so maybe there's a lot of ways to eat a Reese's, right mm -hmm. you know yeah like i mean think about colonization of, of the Na native american population by the europeans were the native americans chilling in 432 and but native it, americans it were 432 and and so it didn't it, the native americans were 432 yeah if you buy if you go get a like a natural made native american flute it naturally comes in 432 hertz and they weren't out there engineering weapons and i mean they were they had their own yeah, types but not like the europeans not like gunpowder and explosives and physics to shoot cannons and like just that aggro go 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 conquer take Ugh. i wonder if that's if there, there was, native, yeah. there was oh, man that's kind of a wild take but us. There, there was native american tribes that yeah. were like that ian that did conquer other tribes mm -hmm. that did were very combative that that did, did enslave other populations that did conduct human sacrifice yeah, yeah farming seasons. but it's like the aggravation i gotta speed this up for a bit it's typically hot native americans lived in florida where it's tropical all right um i think that's enough now here's another one from a rapper who as i stated you all may be familiar with i mentioned in my previous video by the name of Ex extentacion and this is very understand. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna find an article about him. Okay, now who is Ex Extentacion? Now, for those who don't know, let me pull him up. All right, so Ex Extentacion, um, Josiah Dwayne Ricardio on bro, oh my God, that's a long name. Known professionally as Ex Extentacion and commonly referred to as simply X, was an American rapper, singer, and songwriter. Right, and born in. January 23rd, 1998, died in June 18th, 2018, so about like, I guess, four years now, so he's been dead for quite a while, and personally, um, in regards to his music, I didn't really become a fan of him until much later in my life. I, I originally, when I first heard him, as I mentioned before, that 
I was one of like the biggest haters of this guy until I listened to his later music, learned learned more about him, and I realized he was he had some tough times, but like he was really trying to you know like do better. Now I, I'm not I'm not really trying to like praise him or condone his actions. I certainly don't, and no one else should. But this man was really onto something. Now this is an post that i found on gotta be damn reddit of all places but this should be interesting um this is a post from pico peacock devil three years ago and it says music is frequency programming there's a lot of layers to this subject and plenty of misinformation going around x himself use sulfagal frequencies I, I don't know if i said it right which are actually a mistranslation of the concept of family number groups in the dj academics interview and others x mentioned hertz frequencies among other things which carried the aim of altering the consciousness of the listener now there are several ways to go about doing this generally speaking su subtlety is key and it's a good to laminate them together in order to s synergize the effects as a basic rundown you have frequency and frequency ratios also brainwave entertainment i.e Bind, bind aerial beats, etc. Temperament, concert pitch, modal scales, timbral qualities, overtone and textures, audio mixing, mastering as well, musical talent, rhythm, harmony, melody, and four subtle energy programming or magic. In order to learn techniques in these categories, you have to first figure out what vibe am I going for here. We are effectively building a temple of sacred space within the music itself that validates. Sorry. The cultivation of the vibe. We can look especially to nature for inspiration because it operates on sound mathematical and aesthetic principles, and it's designed for everything to fit cohortly. Once we have a definite vibe down, make like a bee and refine nectar into honey. This process relies on self-learning, but you can definitely benefit from studying universal laws, alchemy, transmutation, etc., etc. None of this is used as a gimmick to substitute real talent skill, however. The music itself has to be high quality. That's probably the most important thing. So it's a very interesting post, and that is from Peacock Devil on Reddit on the Exextentacion subreddit. Now, here is a video that I think all of you should hear, and it's a really deep one. Wait, hold on. Is the site? Oh shit, the site is muted. Hold on a sec. Sorry, just gotta unmute the site. Unmute. There we go. Here we go. The point of music, you don't know. It's not always to have fun. It's not always to have fun. Sometimes it's to help people find themselves because music is frequency programming. Music is frequency. What frequency are you being fed? I will hope. I will hope before they go pull some negative shit out this conversation. They go pull. They pull this part. Of, this part of the conversation, and they see that I'm really, really actually helping people, bro. I'm got. Like, let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me be detailed. At 15 years old, I was doing uh, sound engineering, so I was playing with frequency. I was playing with equalizers. Now, I basically I figured I figured out that hertz is to understand the frequency vibration, right? So there's kilohertz. Well, sorry, there's hertz, kilohertz, megahertz, right? And then there's I think it's ultrahertz. If I play with those frequencies, right, I can target certain parts of the mind, target the frequency to go to certain parts of the mind, and I can. Yep, and sorry for the dramatic um sound in the back. TikTok just never allows you to upload without a sound. It's it's ridiculous. Really, really despise that site. But um, yeah, that was X himself talking about controlling frequencies. What's the point of music? Niggas don't know. It's not. No, sorry, that's just an another video but um yeah that was x regarding frequency and 
what he understood and how he was trying to control his soul. Props to Existentacion, rest in peace. Now, with all this information and all this talk about frequencies, how can you have a better understanding? And is there a reason why you should use frequencies? Now, this article is from Sonic Bids, and it says, Understand frequencies, how to describe what you're hearing to your sound tech by Aaron Stanulis, right? Is that what I'm saying? Whatever. A highly relatable tale. You're on stage during soundtrack or in your studio and you find yourself trapping. All right, we don't need to read that. What is frequency? Usually when we describe sounds in the studio world and talk about where they recite in pitch, low to high, we refer to them in terms of their frequency. Sound is a wave, a movement of air molecules that our brain translates into sound through a surprisingly complicated series of workings with our ears. These waves can be measured by how many times they complete a cycle in a second. Is that day in high school physics class starting to come back to you now? I never really had it, did I? No, after I had chemistry. I wish I twist this. We measure these cycles per second in a unit of measurement called Hertz. And music, particularly in tuning, refer to the sorry, we refer to the reference pitch A40 Hertz, which is 440 Hertz. This is a note that produces a vibration that cycles at 440 times per second. So now that we know what these numbers and notes mean, where do we go from here? The range of the human hearing. The widely accepted range of human hearing stretches from 20 Hertz all the way to 220. 20,000 hertz or 20k hertz. While most of us are born with this range, most adults actually have a range of 20 hertz to 15k hertz or 16k hertz, bearing no high frequency specific hearing loss. This sounds astronomical, sorry, astronomical still, but the scale of frequencies doesn't divide itself evenly. For example, to go up an octave, you need to double the frequency. To go down an octave, you need to have the frequency. The A above the middle C on the piano is 400 hertz, and the A makes the octave about 80 hertz, but the A on the octave below middle C is 2020 hertz. This means that there's only one octave of notes 12 half steps between 10,000 hertz and 20,000 hertz, yet also only an octave between 880 hertz and 160 hertz. Now we know how we measure sounds and what the playing field for what we can hear, but how we describe these sounds. And then it goes a little more further into that, but we're running out of time, so I will link the article in the video. But yeah, um, in the end, it is entirely up to you to decide on how you want to use your frequency or how you basically want people to vibe to your music. Maybe you, you have a yoga class and you want people to be more relaxed or just more refined with their spirit. Or maybe you're going on tour of concert. Either way, if you want to know how to basically control, manipulate, or just better yet, gather a certain vibe in your music, you gotta study frequencies. Study frequencies. That is a must. I'll see you next time. Peace.